And how's everybody doing today? So we are live. We're going to talk about some body image advice given by a plus size mom and my thoughts on it. I first I'm going to say that body image like and I, of course, the title is to get people to watch, by the way. Uh, but my thought process on it is it depends on what type of advice it is. Now, I'm going to you know we'll let everybody get in here We'll say hi to everybody. Um, give me one second. Here is our deals, by the way. I always like to put these out here. And I'm going to plan on doing like a decent amount of Q&A today, too. So uh, as we get people on, say hello, and we shall, uh, you know, I'll do full Q&A, everything. You know, it's a nice Saturday morning. Thought I'd get my day started by doing a little bit of work. And then we're probably going to grab a workout today. Me and the wife are hopefully going to chill out by the pool if it stays sunny and nice today. Because I want to. Anyway, uh, today, let's see. This I basically got you know got to today's discussion because I wanted to look up. Basically, uh, give me one second. I'll pull it up here. So I basically looked up fat phobia on uh, on Twitter just to see how people are, are are dealing because we're at the state. We're at a weird stage, right? Like. Nobody, like, I don't think that, like, it's it's completely disingenuous to think that people want people to feel bad about themselves, right? I think it's fairly, like, that's that's kind of bullshit. It's, it's something said to try to end conversation. You just want us to die. You just want this. You just want that. Like, obesity is tough. I've been a fat person before myself. And I want to help people unfatten themselves. But we've got to, like... At some point in time, we've got to figure out a way to fucking stop with the childish ridiculousness around it. Like, we, we need to stop, like, pretending it's not bad for us or pretending that, like, we've got fat kids at this stage. Like, fat, fat, fat children. Their emotional well-being is very important. The emotional, like, like dealing, like... We don't want them to self-loathe. We don't want anything, anything like that, right? But it is full-on fucking crazy to have a fat child and not be doing everything humanly possible to help that child gain healthy habits. It's it's like a, a horrible crime against the child, in my opinion. Like we know that they're eating too much. They're literally talking about medications to give the children that work on the same premise as no morbidity. They just have very high side effects and are much, much more expensive. I, at this stage, this right up here is a safe, effective, affordable alternative to these crazy, expensive, high side effect profile weight loss drugs. And it is like incredible like a fraction of the cost and produces better results this is producing weight loss results of 15 to 20 percent of body mass in like four to six months 15 to 20 percent is what these drugs like profess in 68 to 72 weeks we need to get to the stage where we realize that people children that are fat are are eating too much they're just eating too much they're eating too many calories even the best drugs possible and the weight loss surgeries that they're starting to proclaim all run on the premise that it's going to get you to fucking eat less. Like we, it's not the debate of what causes obesity is in fact over because it is like the thing that causes obesity is too many calories. The thing that leads people to too many calories, that is a very complicated, complex issue. However, the thing that causes obesity is you eat too fucking much. And this is stated by reality, physics, you know, history, evolution, and now by the approved drugs to treat obesity because they all get you to fucking eat less. That's the law. That's I mean, that is the fucking thing. It is taking in too much, taking in too many calories. And not, not one human being can argue this. Not one. Because 
it is reality. Matter, it, matter and energy are not created out of nothing. So anybody that tries to say you're fat because of your genetics and it's not because of what you eat, your genetics may want you to eat more food. They may make you want to eat more food. They may make you more likely to like be hungrier than other people, depending on what you eat, because it is also a huge portion. Your hunger has a huge portion to do based off of what you actually ingest into your body. So of course, like what you eat affects your hunger levels. Also what you, uh, you know, what you drink also affects it. Like people don't drink enough fluid. We're very radically dehydrated. Like children should be taking in lots and lots and lots of water. They don't. Uh, most of the time, like if your child is not drinking majority water, like you're a fucking failed parent, get there. Like if the majority of what your child drinks is tea, it's like sweet teas and sodas or sweet drinks and juices and also all that shit. Like if your child just doesn't drink bottles of like, uh, you know, have water to drink every fucking day, you're failing your child. Like in a massive, massive fucking way, you know, I mean, it's just not fucking reality. So I'm going to say hi to everybody and we're going to read this article and then we're going to talk. So. Man, Sports Company, what's going on? Suvi, how are you? Delaware Apparel, what's going on? Andrea, pleasure to see you. Nikki, Jessica, Annabelle, Ryan, uh, Raphael, excuse me, Ladyhawk, what's going on? Uh, Juliet, Jet Batman, Angel, how are you? Mindy, what's going on? Uh, Loki Chokey, Kevin, Heather, Slate, lots of people. Kano, what's going on? Sabrina, how are you? Hexford workaholic. What's up, motherfuckers? Okay, so uh, Tanya, Amanda, how is it? Uh, only five minutes late. Good for you. Thank you very much. I appreciate you showing up. So right now we're going to take a look at, and basically what I did for this, by the way, is I just went to Twitter, which if you're not following me on Twitter, what the fuck? I say all sorts of crazy shit. You should follow me there. Um, but I just went to Twitter and I typed in fat phobia which is right here. And then I pressed enter. Okay. And then we, we, we put it the latest top tier fat phobia. Good on you, bro. Let's do some comments, comment sections. So life upgraded. So this guy is somehow fat phobic. Alexander Pearl looks like to be a troll and it's a fucking loser. Let's see. Uh, Adding, adding for people who are openly anti-fat phobia, as in you have fat phobia DNI, it's something similar in their profile. What the fuck? People are weird. People are weird. Here's the article I wanted to get into. Insider Life, which is just a small magazine, like 61,000 people. But anyway, as a plus-size mom, other parents often ask my advice on body-related issues. I use it as an opportunity to fight fat phobia. If you have a plus size child, if you're if your if your child is fat, seeking out how to make them feel better about being fat is, you know, I can almost see it be and I'm just going to try to be as Okay, if you've got a fat child, you do not want them to hate themselves. You want them to love themselves enough to get healthier. But you should not lie to this child and pretend that them being fat is in fact okay. You should not lie to the child because then that you have you, the child will grow into an adult that lies to themselves about it. You see what I'm saying? Like lying to your child, like, hey, you're 300 pounds there, little Timmy. And, you know, you're going to have all sorts of hormonal health issues because you're 300 pounds to little Timmy. But don't worry about it. Lizzo's fat and she's happy. Little Timmy. I, I know, little, little Timmy, I, I know you're not going to like have your feet when you're 40 because you're 13 years old and 300 pounds and you live off of, you know, video games, soda and candy. But little Timmy, you should feel good about yourself. You should feel great. You're the best little kid in the world, little Timmy, who can barely get up a flight of stairs and fucking has all sorts of health issues already, little Timmy. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? If it is... You know, taking if she's giving if, if this woman is giving advice on how to love yourself enough to try to escape the prison of obesity and try to stop abusing your obese child into further obesity, 
Because trust on this. It's one thing if your child gets obese because shit happens in life and they have access to a pantry and you're not in charge of them all the time. But once your child is obese, you should be doing everything possible to fucking reverse that shit. Your child is sick. You're like, your child is sick. Your child is like, this is bad. You shouldn't ignore it. You shouldn't try to have them ignore it. You shouldn't like, you should take your child's health very seriously. This woman in my mind, if you know, when we go to the article, we'll go to the article right now. Give me a second. And then we'll go back to the, we'll go back to the stuff from there. As a plus-size mom, other parents often ask my advice on body-related issues. I use it as an opportunity to fight fat phobia. This is by Elizabeth Endicott, and it is released this morning. So, uh, when I pick up my daughter from school, other parents seek me out for advice on body image issues. At first, it annoyed me because I'm not the voice for all plus-size people. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're writing a fucking article about it. I'm sure you found people wanting your input annoying. But it's an opportunity to teach parents how to talk to their kids about body image. My daughter is in kindergarten, so every afternoon I march across the playground blacktop to pick her up from school. Her classroom is on the far side of the Denver school grounds. And when, I'm amb when, when, I, when I amble my way through hugs and after school meltdowns, people look at me. I'm a fat textile artist who makes my own clothes in vibrant colors and patterns. I'm hard to miss on purpose. I mean, of course. Right. Uh, while waiting, while waiting for teachers to release our children, parents mingle outside to the classroom doors, engaging in small talk, commiserating and discussing the upcoming PTA fundraiser. I'm not usual. Uh, it's not unusual for other parents to seek me out for advice on body related issues during this time. The first time that it happened, I was charmed. I thought you said it was annoying. Right up here, you said at first it was annoying, but then now the first time it happened, I was charmed. You're full of shit already. Like why, 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 can no, why can these people not just not be full of shit? It's so fucked up. Like, wh why can people just not be not full of shit? A mother I'd never talked to but seemed cool in her progressive T-shirt. Oh, that's, that, that, that tells you they're cool right there. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Leaned in close and explained how her son had audibly commented on a man's size... While in the checkout line, I just panicked and said nothing. What should I have done differently? Laughed? What the fuck? So you're like... Flattered, I assume she viewed me as someone who might know what to do in a tricky situation. Someone safe to confide in. That is until a different parent asked something similar soon after, wondering what to say to their daughter who was insisting that fat people couldn't play sports. Fat people can play sports, just oftentimes not very fucking well. If it's something that has, like, where you need any type of speed or endurance, fat people normally fare much less. They don't, they don't fare nearly as well. There, there's some reality for you. They can play sports. They just normally are pretty shitty at them unless it's something where they need to be larger, like powerlifting or football, stuff like that. It is always, a, like, being fat for most athletic endeavors that are not strength-based strength are almost always a very serious hindrance to the performance of that person. Like, almost always a very serious hindrance. Like, if you're an obese marathon runner, it is both unhealthy and is going to affect your performance because you are moving more body because reality exists. In both cases, I delivered my most sincere feedback. A person that doesn't know anything about sports and is an artist are her qualifications. Uh, she's fat, she's an artist, and she knows nothing about sports. She's going to talk to people about this shit now. Okay. In both cases, I've delivered my most sincere feedback. Talk about how all bodies are different, provide examples of diverse bodies, accomplishing varied tasks, and be mindful of the language being mo uh, modeled both in person and in media they consume. This is the advice. This is all the advice I feel confident to provide. Well, at least you realize that. And yet, I started to feel uncomfortable as I fielded similar queries and guidances. Well, we should be very sincere about feedback about bodies. This is something I completely, one hundred percent, agree with. 
We should talk about how all bodies are different, provide different examples of body diversity, accomplishing varied tasks, and be mindful of the language being modeled in both in, uh, in person and in the media. And I completely agree with that whole ass statement because, in fact, from this statement, like if you want to look here, we'll go over it one more time. In both cases, I delivered my most sincere feedback, talked about how all bodies are different, provided examples of diverse bodies accomplishing varied tasks, and be mindful of the language being modeled both in person and in the media. This is this advice that a woman, when she was approached, because she is an artist, wears uh, highly colorful clothes, and is fat as she was approached by other parents with seeking out her advice on how to deal with body image issues from their children saying things about fat people. I'm going to first off by state, uh, saying that I don't believe this actually happened, but I can tell you this, I agree with that information. We should be very honest in our delivery uh, and give sincere feedback about how different bodies perform. And we should be unbelievably honest to the point where it might hurt some people's feelings. Because if in fact we listened to this woman's advice and we were giving honest feedback about different bodies, we would be very honest with them and say, that a person can be highly motivated and still be morbidly obese, that a person can be, in fact, a very loving, caring individual and be morbidly obese, and that a person can indeed play sports when they are morbidly obese and they can do a many variety of things. It is the level of which that they do these, accomplish these things and how they feel while doing it. Most times, morbidly obese people do not like necessarily moving three miles. Uh, you know, th you know, if you're a runner, being morbidly obese is going to be a detriment. It is going to affect your performance because you weigh more and you have to push more body around. If you are very good, like say you're, you know, almost as good or as good as thinner people that you run with, if you were thinner, you would do, be better than them almost 100% of the time. If you're morbidly obese, it is negatively affecting athletic performance unless it is a strength-based based performance uh, endeavor 100% of the time. That we should be very honest with that. We should be super honest with these people about these bodies also, that they are statistically much greater uh, at a much greater risk of developing a lot of fucking illnesses. We should be very honest with them too. I don't understand. Like I agree with this woman's advice. I just don't feel that she represents a reality because that's the issue. These people are like, we should be open and honest with people about body diversity and that all bodies can do things. All bodies can do things. Some just suck at it. All bodies, like anybody can go running. Some people just suck at it because they're too big. This is reality. Like all bodies deserve, you know, all bodies deserve respect from their owners, from the person that is, who is that body? You know, like you are your body. All bodies deserve respect. Respect yourself. Respect yourself at least enough to be open and honest with yourself. If a fat person gets upset when it is said that fat people have a hard time climbing stairs, that's not fat phobia. That's a real fucking statement. It is not fat phobia to say that fat people die earlier than people that aren't fat. That is a reality. It's, it's fact. It's not fat phobia or fat shaming. It's reality. Don't fact shame me. Don't reality shame me. I mean, let's, we have to enter the real world. If she's talking about having real conversations about body image, we should talk about body image. Look, you are fat. You eat too much. I, let's, what can we do to help you with that? For real. Like, what can we do? Like, buy no morbidity. Talk to your doctor. Do 15 days to slow the spread of obesity. 15 days to slow the spread of obesity is an idea that I've had for the last couple of years based off 15 days to slow the spread of a cold, um, which didn't work, by the way. But this would actually work for lots of people because it actually would do something because it's based in reality. Unlike 15 days and saw the spread because that was not based in reality at all whatsoever. And if you have questions about that, we can answer them during a Q and a question, but 15 days and saw the spread was not set up based around reality, especially in any way close to the way it was fucking executed. But 15 days and saw the spread of obesity where the person drinks nothing but water drinks an ounce of fluid per pound of their body mass in any given day and, and eats no processed food. They only eat food that they can cook on the grill over, over an open flame, including vegetables and stuff like that. That's the only food they have is stuff they can cook on the grill, an ounce of fluid per pound of body mass, focus on getting the best six to eight hours of sleep you can in a day, go for a daily walk. By the end of 15 days of no processed food at all, just food you can cook on your grill meats, 
fish, chicken, uh, vegetables, peppers, you know, uh, you can cook broccoli on the grill. You can cook potatoes on the grill. You can do all those things. Vegetables, fruits, meats. An ounce of fluid per pound of body mass. Get a daily walk-in for 15 days. You'll lose weight. You'll feel better 100% of the time. It is not even a question. I'm sorry. Like the, the first couple of days of the fluid might be a little rough on you. And you're going to crave all sorts of shit. Like, that's the thing. If you can't not eat processed food for 15 days, you should ask yourself why. If it's a matter of convenience, if it's a matter of you need these foods in your life because it's a matter that you don't have time to eat anything else because you need the convenience of them, you should address your lifestyle issues. You should address your lifestyle habits. This is what we do at our coaching, by the way. We help people make these adjustments. We help people make these healthy living standards because if you're eating processed carbohydrates especially in any kind of way, other than for pleasure occasionally, you know, like if you're ingesting sugar on a daily basis as if it's food and not actually thinking that that sugar is just for pleasure, you should change your thought process around it, right? That sugar it should be treated like it's alcohol. If you can't go without, go without alcohol for 15 days, I'm going to argue you got a problem also. If you can't go without sugar for 15 days, you really... Got a fucking problem. You should do 15 days to slow the spread of obesity. I talk about this all the time. We need. I agree with this woman. We should be talking about different examples of what different bodies can do. And we should be very realistic about it. Look, this person ran a marathon. They're 300 pounds and ran a marathon. They came in dead fucking last. Because reality exists. But they did run a marathon. Their knees are very fucked up from the training too. Because it probably wasn't the wisest thing to have 130, 150 extra pounds slamming down on your knees. Like this is basically like them giving themselves a piggyback for an entire marathon. You realize this, right? Like we should have these realistic conversations because fat people can do a lot of shit. They, they would just likely do it a lot better if they weren't fat. Like we, these are the things we should actually talk about. Goddamn. I mean, what is, what is going on people, you know? Uh, this is all the advice I feel confident in getting. Okay, so the, I'm not the, the I, I'm not the voice for all plus size people. These encounters ranked uh, these encounters rankled me rankled rankled me when I, when it became it became clear I was being asked because of my bigger body because you're fat. They asked you fat questions about being fat because you're fat. It is not fat phobia. You are actually fucking fat. Oh my god, they recognize my fatness. What the fuck do you want them to do? Before asking me about her second grader who was preoccupied with the size of her own thighs, a woman complimented my dress. I love this print, but I could never pull it off. I don't have the right body type. How do you find the confidence to wear it anyways? I was, it wasn't such a, such a compliment after all. It was her inability to comprehend my corporeal piece. This is why the advice seekers bother me. Their questions were often steeped in their own fat phobia, and they expected me to shed some light on this on the mess. Well, the problem is you're viewing it from everything's fat phobic and you're not actually just some fucking fat woman who dresses in colorful dresses. Like, that's the problem. You're viewing other people as them having a problem automatically because they're recognizing that you are a fucking glutton. Like, you glutton yourself to obesity, are totally fine with it, don't want to do anything about it apparently because you're just straight up good and trying to find excuses why other people mentioning your fatness or talking about fatness is how, somehow them being wrong instead of you mistreating your body for the course of a long period of fucking time, gluttoning yourself to a state of obesity. That's the actual wrong action. You see that? Like, you're the, like, nobody's wronged you by talking about your fatness. You have wronged you by getting yourself fat. People, people in society should absolutely see that. I mean, that's a huge issue that I, I think that people aren't understanding. People in society should realize that the wrong action is not when people talk to you about your obesity or talk to you about your weight gain. They are actually stating realities and they are looking out for future, very realistic realities that it might be bad for your health. And because most of the time being morbidly obese does in fact shorten a person's life, cause chronic illness and disease, massive amounts of pain and burden upon themselves, their families and society. So they're not being fat phobic by addressing your weight issues. They're talking to you as if you're an adult human being with reasoning skills that may want to understand the fact that you gluttoning yourself to a state of morbid obesity, which is in fact the actual negative action in this whole scenario. They're talking to you about your gluttony might be negatively affecting your health. 
if we are going to have realistic conversation where we're going to talk about different body sizes and what all they can do, we should have realistic conversations in that the actual problem in this whole scenario is not a person addressing you or talking to you about your obesity. It's that you have, in fact, gluttoned yourself to obesity. Like, I understand this is hard for people to take, but a real human being with empathy is going to talk to somebody who has hurt themselves over a course of a long period of time with systemic unhealthy actions and try to convince them that, hey, maybe you want to stop hurting yourself daily by doing these things over and over and over again. We would do the same thing for alcoholics. We would do the same thing for people with other addictions. We would do the same thing for people who daily hurt themselves. But for some reason, we're putting fat people on such a pedestal that they can speak down to people trying to help them relieve their illness, what they're doing to themselves. Like we are trying to convince people to not glutton themselves to morbid obesity. And they are saying that people that do that, that try to encourage people to get healthier from the state of morbid obesity, that there's a problem with that person. Like it is so devoid of logic. If we want to have realistic conversations, we have to realize that the bad action is not people encouraging weight loss, that the bad action is people trying to ignore these things because they, in fact, have gluttoned themselves. The actual negative action is them gluttoning themselves to morbid obesity. We need to get there faster. God damn. Let's see. My child helped give me a new perspective on the issue. Recently, my daughter and I were climbing into the car after school, and I could tell she was anxious. Eventually, after recounting my funny anecdote from gym class, she asked me if she could tell me something that might make me sad. Can you tell me anything? You can tell me anything, no matter what I assured her, unless it's something about, you know, you being fat, in which case you'd shame your own daughter, probably. Uh, with a deep breath, she slowly described how a boy in her class told her that he, that her, told her that I had a big tummy, which you fucking do since you said you're fat. I nodded and asked how that made her feel. She chewed on her lip between bites of pirate's booty before answering, I was worried you might be sad because it's not okay to talk about someone's body without their permission. Sure it is. It absolutely is. You are absolutely allowed. You're absolutely allowed to say anything you motherfucking want. It is 100% okay for you to say anything you fucking want because you have freedom of speech. It is absolutely okay for you to make a generalized observation about somebody's somebody's physical appearance and comment on it if you want to. You should be willing to take the social ramifications for doing so, but you are absolutely allowed to do so. It is absolutely okay. It is uh, to be kind. It is absolutely kind for somebody like this because the actual statement right here, the actual statement is she chewed off her lip between bites of pirate's booty before answering. I was worried you might be sad because it's not kind to talk about someone's body without their permission. It's not rude either. We are, we, it's reality. We see each other. Like we actually view each other. And when we see somebody that's gluttoned themselves, we realize the person is in fact, and I know this is going to upset some people, selfish as fuck. We realize that without the person possibly even knowing it, that they have gluttoned themselves. They have overconsumed things in a very, you know, like obese privilege in a very like uh, selfish manner, you know? So yeah, it is. But I just told him that's that all bodies are different. All bodies are different. And your mother, like, th that is absolutely, that is a great response. That is an absolute great response because all bodies are different. Uh, they are. Your mother, though, kid, has a lot in common with every other fat person is that they eat too much. That's the thing that they have in common. All bodies are different. But the thing that fat bodies have in common is that they all ingested more calories than your body needed at some point in time that were all stored in excess energy via fat to the point where it has made them less healthy. They all have that in common. All, all those bodies are the same. All fat bodies have ingested more calories than was needed for their caloric, uh, for their energy uh, maintenance needs. They've ingested more calories than that that have been stored in extra fat. They all have that in common 100% of the time. And, and, and 100% of the time, that's unhealthy. To have just extra adipose tissue stored on you is an unhealthy action. 100% of the time. As she parroted this phrase, when I'd been repeating for years, I realized that the parents' inquiries for advances were less an annoyance and more of an opportunity. An opportunity to not talk about reality. 
These parents are waiting to do the right thing. And so I can hope we can work together. Plus size is the American average, which is a motherfucking problem. This is a huge, huge, huge warning sign of a statement. The fact that plus size, that the fact that being plus size is a truthful statement is set. Being plus size, like as the American average, means we have failed as a country. The American average person being plus size is an incredible showing of failure of public health, an incredible showing of failure of our healthcare system, the pharmaceutical industry, and us as people. That's a completely factual statement that the average American is plus size. According to 2018 statistics, the average American male weighed close to 200 pounds, like 199.98 pounds, with a waist to height circumference of 0.6. The average female weighed 170.5 pounds at the average height of five foot three and a half. And their average waist to height ratio at that 170 pounds was 0.61, morbidly obese. We are morbidly obese plus size as an average in America. That's the actual problem. The problem is not how people are perceiving other plus size people. And that the average is plus size and the problem is how that's being perceived. The problem is that the average is plus size. The average being morbidly obese in America on a visceral standpoint is in fact a massively, seriously unhealthy danger sign. The average person being plus size in America is both true and tragic at the same time. It is a terrible, and I mean a terrible, it's a, a terrible, it is a terrible, terrible terrible indicator of our future health that we have gone in the last 20 or so years from the average weight of the American male. The average American male was about 170 pounds 20 or 30 years ago. And now it's 199.9 pounds. The average, the average, uh, the average weight of the American of average American woman 20 years ago was like 130 pounds. Now it's 170. This is a huge problem. This is the actual problem. How people are addressing fat people to it's hurting their fifis, I'm not saying that that's not a problem. I'm saying that a huge portion of the problem is that we have so many plus-size people that get their, their feelings hurt so, so, so easily about reality that we are, like, the farther we move away from reality, the farther that people like this woman, like, this woman is trying to proclaim that the problem is how plus-size people are being perceived, that the average American is plus-size, and the problem is how we're talking to them. No, the average, the, the average American being plus-size is the fucking problem because it shows that we are, on average, sickly as a fucking nation. Like, you understand it. Like, we are, on the average, sickly as a nation. Thin protagonists reign supreme, and while there have been incremental gains, fat characters and celebrities are often relegated to humor and pity because it's a fucking sad life. Because being morbidly obese should be pitied. Being morbidly obese should be pitied in our society. Like we should view people that are morbidly obese as people that, in fact, need help dealing with a very serious problem. Like we should pity fat people. Like we should like. What can we do to help you? You need help. You clearly need help. It is incredible to think that you do not realize you need help. It's incredible to think that we should ignore your actual health problems. You know this is killing you. It's insane. It's insane. For parents who want to unlearn anti-fat bias and raise their children without the adversity of fat phobia, there are many resources. Don't do this. Raise your child to be terrified of being obese. Raise your child to be terrified to be morbidly obese. It is one of the most important things we can do. In this article, this woman is saying that plus size is the American average, and that is a tragedy. And the way we do that the way we move away from this, the way we move away from the average American being plus size is to stop pretending that it's not tragic to be plus size. This woman writes, yet our country likes to pretend otherwise. 
And I agree with that. That's a huge problem that we are not recognizing that we are very fat as a nation. We need to recognize that we are on the average viscerally morbidly obese, that waist to height ratio for the average male is 0.6 and the average female is 0.61. We are viscerally morbidly obese on the average as a nation by 2018 numbers before we got even fatter in 20, the 2020s. Thin protagonists reign supreme, and while there have been incremental gains, fat characters and celebrities are often relegated to humor and pity because being morbidly obese, again, should be pitied. We should take pity on these people and try to help them get healthier. I don't understand the actual pushback on this. I feel bad for you because you are morbidly obese. I feel bad you have a hard time controlling your caloric intake. I know what it is like. I've been morbidly obese and have a problem with food. If you are a morbidly obese person in America, you almost undoubtedly have trouble controlling your calories. You either don't care enough about your own health that you can't control your calories or you can't control your calories and are morbidly obese. We should stop pretending that there is not a problem with being morbidly obese. We should start realizing that in fact, this is very bad for you. We should absolutely see this 100% of the time. For parents who want to unlearn anti-fat bias and raise their children without ad the adversity of fat phobia, there are many resources. Teach your children to be terrified to be morbidly obese. It is unhealthy. Your children should be just as terrified as becoming morbidly obese as they should be becoming an alcoholic, as they should be becoming a drug addict. You should instill in your children that being morbidly obese and not doing anything about it is in fact a state of ill health. You should not be trying to teach your children anti, you know, to unlearn anti-fat bias. They should be very biased against being fat. They should be very biased against being sickly. They themselves should be terrified to get fat. They should be terrified to become sickly. We do not want it to go the other way where they don't gain enough weight. We should be instilling upon our children to in fact eat healthily whole foods, not the garbage you've likely been serving them as you're a fat person yourself as you're writing this article. I understand people like, oh my God, we don't want anybody to get an eating disorder by trying to lose weight. You are 300 fucking pounds. If you're a morbidly obese person and you're like 250 pounds, 200 pounds, something like that, stop worrying about giving yourself a restrictive eating disorder and deal with the overeating disorder you already have. If you're a morbidly obese person, you are already eating in a disordered fashion, get there faster. You should recognize that you in fact are eating in such a disordered fashion that it is hurting your health. Address that shit. You know, like people are like, I don't wanna catch an eating disorder. I'm 250 pounds and eating disorder behavior comes from restriction. You're eating in a way that has a hundred extra fucking pounds on you. You have disordered eating already. If you are morbidly obese, you have disordered eating. Do something about it. Do, do something about it. It's one of the things we do in our coaching. My wife and I talk to people on a daily basis with weekly video consultations. We make sure that we see their food, their portion sizes. We start teaching them the skills they need to hold themselves accountable. We focus on being satiated and satisfied. You should not teach your children to diet either. You should teach them to eat whole foods in a way that is going to satisfy them, nourish them while bringing them and keeping them at a healthy weight. Get them uh, proper hydration. We talk in our coaching all the time about getting an ounce of fluid per pound of body mass if you can. For a 400-pound person, that might be a lot, but they should still be getting in 200 to 250 ounces of fluid in a day. I'm an adult male. I weigh about 185 pounds. I take in about 200 to 250 ounces of fluid in a day. It helps control my hunger. It helps me sleep. It helps control my stress. So many things. We need to start recognizing that if you, in fact, are morbidly obese, you have an eating disorder or at least disordered eating because you're eating in a disordered way that is keeping you in an ill state. We need to get there faster. God damn. When parents ask me these questions, their words might be steeped in harmful standards of yes, yesteryear, but their heart is in the right place. They're interested in moving forward. The problem is not realize like this to ignore the negative health ramifications of being obese is what this is instilling. This is the problem. It was steeped in the yester the standards of yesteryear. You mean like not gluttoning yourself to a state of ill health. That's a standard that we used to have. We used to have a standard of if a person was gluttoning themselves, that society was would constantly kind of say, maybe you not want to do that. 
maybe you should not glutton yourself because in fact you are fucking yourself up and fucking society up. It's, I'm sad by these things. Articles like this woman's make me absolutely sad because we are literally publishing shit. We are publishing shit to tell people to ignore bad health markers. It's horrible. Horrible. This is this is all terrible and terrifying. It, it that is just crazy. When is product two coming out? Likely April. Hey everyone, didn't get a notification. I did I didn't give it a long to send people out one. So uh, I'm betting the author dresses like a clown. I'm almost positive. I mean, literally, I I can almost guarantee you that they do. Give me a second. Well, I mean, it's she's in the picture, so that's that's Elizabeth Endicott. I don't know. Why does the live pause for me every other second? I have no idea. A feather blew across the floor and got scared for a minute. I thought it was a spider. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, maybe it's buffering. I, I hear you. I'm confused. She'd be mad if she wasn't an authority. She can't win with a perpetual. With perpetual, you can't win. You. That's another thing. You. I agree with that. You can't win with the perpetual. They're just. It's a constant victimhood mentality. You cannot fucking win. It's patheticness. It's so annoying. Like so, just incredibly fucking annoying. Sasukin, how you doing? All bodies are different, but the physiology is the same. That's my point. Like, all bodies are different. We should recognize this. We should also rec be in the real world to be like, since we're going to say all bodies are different, that means some bodies don't perform as well. And since we know in correlation that the fat bodies don't perform as well, being fat bad. I, I mean, it's so fucked up. It's so silly to have to have this conversation ad nauseum. It drives me insane. I mean, it, it just absolutely drives me insane that I need to constantly fucking say the same shit over and over again. And society just is like, no, you don't understand. You don't understand. I, there's nothing wrong with me being fat. Stop hurting my feelings. Like, fucking grow the fuck up. You're fat. Get over it. The fuck? Like, it, it, it's like we're supposed to have to pretend that morbidly obese people don't eat a bunch of calories every day. Like, we somehow need to pretend. Like, if you're not actively losing weight, if you're 300 pounds and not actively losing weight, guess what? You're eating a bunch of fucking food every day. Where reality exists. Like yesterday we talked about uh, April Lynn. She's eating 3,000 calories a day. Does everybody understand this? Like for her to not be losing a shit ton of weight, like if she is like working out multiple times a week and all of that and 250 fucking pounds of fat woman, she's eating 3,000 calories a day. <laughs> I mean, like, if she's maintaining weight, if she, like, for the last year, it's been an average of 250-calorie deficit or 230-calorie deficit, right? That's her, like, she's probably burning. Her TDE is in the 3,000s. She weighs 250-some calories, plus she claims a lot of physical daily activity. So times 20, you know, 25 or 250 by 14, guess what? There's 3,400 calories, like, or 14. If you multiply it by 14, the fucking 25... 25, it's 3,500 calories. She could, like, for real, she could fucking easily, like, fucking easily be eating fucking 28 to 3,000 calories and still fucking losing the weight she's claiming to lose. She's eating too much. They all, they eat too much. When you're morbidly obese, you're eating too much. It's, there's not any fucking thing any fucking body can say that would change that. If you are fat and you are eating certain calories and you eat half of those calories and you are not losing weight, you that means you were gaining weight before. Like reality exists. Energy is not created from nothing. We need to be able to have realistic conversations. Like all fat people eat too much, period. You know, terrible. T yeah, terrible, terrible and terrifying. I don't know where that, that word came from. I know. Have you seen people are upset that the minimum waste requirement 
or the, uh, I'm just going to probably say you're going to, it probably means maximum. Maximum waist requirement for the new Mario ride at Universal is under 40 inches. I don't like people being upset about that. That's sorry, you don't get to ride it. What the fuck? It's for smaller people. There's some, so the, not everything needs to include you. It's a, we do not need to have this completely 100% all inclusive everything society. That's not like that's not reality either. Like th that's like that's that came about in like the last couple of generations where people are like oh they have this I want to be able to have that too, like a bunch of people like it, it's you're too big there conversation's over, you know. That story has been going around the fat stuff in circles for a few days now. The salt is uh, is going to flow. Them being a uh, being upset that you can't ride ride a ride. I'm sorry, you just can't. That's it's over. You're upset. Be upset. What the fuck? Yeah, it's a, it's a safety issue. I mean, physics exists. You can't be slinging people like if you for every pound a body goes into a cart. If you make a turn, a quick turn, there's g forces and inertia and also like there's physics behind this. Fucking sad. I grew up as the fattest kid in class. I made sure I, when I had my daughter, I fed her right and she exercised so she was never big. She was normal and usually the smallest. Good for you. Good for you. My parents raised me like this. Now I have an eating disorder. I have to be uh I have to be inpatient. I'm sorry to hear that. He's an adult now and looks gorgeous and perfectly healthy and was very happy how he, uh, how she grew up. Good, 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 good. Can't wait for product two. That's mostly my uh, that's mostly my issue is sugar hunger. It's coming. We're working on it. Big food has methodically poisoned the American people to uh, and the planet. Created an epidemic of chronic illness and environmental destruction. The the, the biggest epidemic is cro avoidable chronic illness. Obesity is the actual pandemic. People need to grasp that. I've been telling people that for a long fucking time. I you know I I told you so, uh, but I've been telling people that a long fucking time. So any questions you got, I'll answer them. Let's get out. It's been forever since we've had a troll. The one troll we normally have apparently got sick of making accounts. This is what happens when you give out participation trophies. I completely agree. Uh, funny, she's scared about people's feelings, but nothing about the planet. Such a waste of... Uh, that's... I'm... Like, that's where I'm at. If you want... Like, any any fat acceptance people that watch this, you, please do feel free to come on and talk. But understand that you like they need they need the hysteria and the emotion because the their logic is just not there being fat is consum is overconsumption it is bad for the person their family the planet our healthcare system i mean it is it is not good for anybody it's you can't have a rational conversation about any of the major topics that we have right now without including obesity yet they do because it is not like all this is bullshit. You cannot have a realistic climate change conversation without talking about consumption and consumption. Like obese people consume a lot more. You cannot like actually have a realist like Greta Thornburg can fuck all the way off until she tells people to stop eating so much. Frankly, like they can all shut the fuck up about global warming or climate change or carbon emissions when we've got people fattening themselves, like we're going to close down a pipeline and we're going to try to switch to electric cars, but we're going to fucking have 400 fucking pound people being called fit and healthy. It's clown world. I mean, do you, does anybody have any idea the amount of fucking food that 4,000 calories is like test Holiday, what passes by test holidays mouth on a daily basis is a lot of fucking food. You know how I know? She's a lot of fucking human. And reality exists. It's gluttony. It's fucking privilege. I mean, being obese is gluttonous privilege. Period. I'm sorry. And then to demand to, like, try to villainize anybody that says so is just another layer of privilege. I get that, like, if that you're that it might hurt people's feelings being called fat, 
being told their reality. I understand that, but dear fat people, you're very privileged. You are extremely privileged. Fat people in America, again, are the most privileged people on the planet. We have made it so people can afford and have enough access to enough food to glutton themselves to a state of societal burden that then we as society all share the burden of when it comes to our healthcare system, healthcare expenditure, and many other things in society. It is privilege beyond privilege. If you don't like people calling you fat, too fucking bad. You're privileged as fuck. You are privileged as fuck to be fat in America. Stop your complaining about being told you're fat and do something about your fucking privilege. Check your privilege, as people like to say so much about being white, thin, all sorts of shit. Like, how is the overconsumption, the needless overconsumption for pleasure of the mouth and body, how is that not privilege? Disgusting. I can't fit on the swings at the parks. Does that mean I should ask them to put adult size ones on, right? The processed food industry has no uh, no incentive in change. None. They have no incentive in changing their products. They want people fat. Many like many of the many of the, these companies are owned, like many pharma companies are owned by food by the same companies that own food companies. There's a few huge 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 corporations like Unilever and things like that. They own both food companies and pharmaceutical companies, and that's no fucking joke. Like multiple multiple, you know, uh, Gordon Sachs, that like met huge corporations that own the vast majority, like they own, they own, like what you think is a big company is owned by a much bigger company, right? And they, that much bigger company that owns some sort of processed food plant also owns the pharmaceutical company that treats the chronic illnesses from the processed food. Those people don't know the sadness of seeing deteriorating health and parents due to lifestyle. That's so true, but it's also like to me, it's also very true. Like they, they know it in themselves. They just want they just they they refuse to admit it. How can she continue to claim that she isn't the voice for fat people when all she does is another way to write an article about it? I, I agree. I'm I am five eight and went from two thirty to one sixty and feel great. That's fucking amazing, Thomas. Great goddamn job. Great goddamn job. Uh, my dad, my dad did 180 about his food and now started to exercise. Uh, his HGA1C was 11.6. My push is I'm heavier than him. Keep going, keep going. And now they're demonizing fitness. I'm looking, uh, I'm looking at you, coffee mate, and saying, uh, uh, say no to the turkey trot sweepstakes. Fucking sad. They also own the diet program companies. That's true too. Very true. All right, guys, any last questions? I did want to tell everybody we do have some slots open. Please do check out. Please do check out our coaching special. There's also, uh, you can get a consultation. For anybody that's wondering, you can just join our app and be a part of the Hunger Management Support Group and check out what I eat on a daily basis and stuff like that. Boom. Right here. And any last questions from anybody? Great live. Thank you very much, Christina. And I will be back tomorrow live sometime, probably. I'm not going to guarantee it, but probably sometime tomorrow live. And I hope everybody has a phenomenal fucking day. God dang.